Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to VidFriends Podcast, Living Life and Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. VidFriends is a national vitiligo support community founded by Valerie Molino. For information about VidFriends, vitiligo support groups uh, for youth, teens, and adults, ways you can support our vitiligo initiative, and ways you can get involved, you can visit us at www.vidfriends.org. For questions and comments, you can email us at support at vitfriends.org. On today's show, I'd like to welcome Shell Roberts. Welcome, Shell. What's going on, my brother? Hey, doing well, trying to fight this pollen, you know, all this yellow stuff all in the air and, you know, trying not to choke and cough in front of people, you know, with, with my mask on, but that's what we do. Uh-huh. Yeah, man, it's crazy. I'm doing good, so it's that crazy time of the year where you get that pollen, man. So if you got allergies or allergic to that stuff, man, it it can definitely get to you. Absolutely, and that's me. And plus, we went from winter straight to summer here in North Carolina, so you're in in Charlotte, so you Mm -hmm. know how that is. Um, So just go ahead, although... I introduced you. Introduce yourself. Tell us where you're from and um, what type of work you do, and then we'll get into our conversation. Okay. So my name is Shelton Roberts. I go by the name of DJ Shell Rock, and I, I throw the AKA Spotty McFly on with, you know, with my um, skin discoloration that I got going on. I grew up in Augusta, Georgia. Um, not very many outlets for the youth, but I spend time – hanging around friends of recreation during the early years and uh, the home of James Brown, where, you know, it's a lot of good music from that place. Along even with this week, you got the, um, the Masters that is going on big in Augusta, Georgia right now. Um, just been around the music ever since I've been a young, around six and seven, um, along with my parents uh, playing vinyl music and, uh, you know, like the goods of Aretha Franklin, Tina Turner, Michael right. Jackson. And, um, I was just, you know, got to, you know, adapt to it and and learn how to just, you know, feel the music during that early time. So it, awesome. me playing around with toys and things of that nature, it was just, you know, something about the radio or, you know, the vinyl, just to hear those type of songs during that time. And then, you know, during that moment, you had uh, BET, uh, Video Soul. Um, not alone, you had also MTV. So, you know, right. they, they played all the great in that time with hip-hop, and it was doing that transformation over uh, where you had Ron DMC, LL Cool J, um, the list goes on, my brother. So that what it was for me. Um that's about it. Okay. Cool, cool. So let's talk about uh, vitiligo, and then what we're going to do, we, let's talk about some vitiligo stuff, and then we'll take a quick break so I have some announcements, and then we'll come back and talk about your music and all that good stuff. So okay, that sounds good. Let, uh, when did your vitiligo start, and what was that experience like? Um, My vitiligo started like, Around 2007, I started noticing it on my in my um the middle palms of my um fingers, right between the, the cracks of my fingers. I started seeing the light spots and noticing it, and I didn't think nothing at, of it at then. I was like, okay, it's just a small spot here and there. And uh, during that time between 07, um, right at that time, I lost my grandmother, and okay. um. Yeah, as that time went by, it you know, it started going slowly through the 2007. It was around this time of the year, spring, um, April of 07. And, you know, during that time, my mom took sick. She had a stroke um, in 08. And, you know, as time went by, coming into the new year of 2008, she passed away. So I, I st- uh, dealt with a lot of stress losing my grandmother right. and my uh, mom during that time. And then it started, you know, rapidly to spread faster. Um, so 
during that time, I, you know, I, I didn't really go see no doctor. Um, I just pretty much self-diagnosed with myself and, um, right. and embraced it, which was hard in the beginning because, you know, you used to just how you grew up, you know, how you was right, right. when you start seeing different uh, light spots in different area, white patches, you're like, hold up, what is this and that? And then you have family right. members like, hey, you know, what, what is, what's, what's this? You know, what's going on? And right. you couldn't even even explain it, you know. Um, so it was, you know, to the outside folks that who know you, it, it's weird, you know. Some of the classmates right. and friends that you were around, they looking at you different. Like, man, I don't remember you like that when we was in middle school or. You know, right. um, going on to high school and, and college. So, you know, that's that's what I pretty much dealt with. You know, even, you know, family members right. looked, looked at me different. So I can and, imagine, and you, know, you know, a lot of them. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you go ahead, sir. No, no, I can imagine that we all, you know, go through this at times, you know, because you have family members that, you know, once they start to see the uh, the progression of your spots and like you know they look at you different they don't really understand right and if you don't know you know don't get educated on it you can't really tell them at the time which as time went by i started to you know get the education on what was really going on yeah i was going to say i i think for those of us who develop it later the early mm-hmm. stages is always the hardest stage um, because, like you Absolutely. said, you remember yourself looking one way mm-hmm. and then you start to see yourself change. And as you've mentioned, oh, yeah. how your family and friends react, because as much as we want to say our biggest support system will be our family and friends, sometimes they can hurt us too because they don't quite understand what you're going through. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, it in your interactions with family and friends, uh, how how did you get them to come about to support you on that, to say, you know, oh, it is vitiligo, and, and I support what he's going through? Um, It was mainly my my wife more, more, you know, and then when I had my um, – I got three boys. I got a, a 14-year-old, a 12-year-old, and a 5 and um my oldest son he he stayed majority of his time in in um augusta georgia and um so it was just my middle son right before i had my baby boy and it was you know pretty much my wife you know um we out and about um you know embracing it you know loving on me no matter what was my skin color so um that and that that was what meant everything to me. Um, at the end of the day, I you know I know I didn't even get to say in the beginning to mention that she was the reason you know to get me going with the DJ um, music. Right. You know, purchase, helped me purchase the music. So um, she being my support system, a great support system as far as dealing with the discoloration and um, just overall. So that that. That's right. got to be you. You have a right. That's that's the big. That's pretty big to have that. If you you know dealing with that type of um, skin discoloration, really largo. Right, and and you know, and that's one of the things we try to emphasize with our community. You know, having a strong support mm-hmm. system is very important, and we understand that oh, yeah. some situations are different where you may have a spouse that may not support you on your change, you know, and you have some that rally behind you and push you and say, you know, I'm here with you. I'm going to walk through this with you. And right. and I think one of the biggest things with, with ourselves, we have to be open to that support too, you know, because um, it can be challenging. Mm-hmm. Now, oh yeah, friends, you know, I know you mentioned, you know, we talk about family, friends. How how did your friends, and, and I know in the beginning you said, you know, they felt some type of way, but there's always that one or two, you know, one or two buddies, you know, somebody you know that said, you know, I'm going to stick with you. So how how did your friends come about to engage and support you on your journey? Um, Well, 
with that being said, it was more me being confident in the skin that I, I am in, you know, because if you, you get out there, you got to think, you know, you're DJing. And so you're going to get looked at really different when you're behind the ones right. and twos. They're like, they strange. But if you, you know, do your job and be confident in what you do, they're like, okay, man, he don't, you know, he don't care. He's still rocking the show. He's doing his thing. And so that what what it was for me. I, you know, I built my confidence level up uh, once again with my wife, um, you know, the support supporting me and then just having my kids. Once my kids, they see me who for who I am and accepted okay. me, that what matters the most for me. It's like if my family, you know, when I walk in the house, even my five-year-old, um, he, you know, I took him to a game today, and he did pretty good his first game for, you know, playing flag. And, you know, at the end of the day, he's like, daddy, daddy, daddy. So he see me for who I am. You know, you don't right. see no color. Just like okay, right. so that that speaks volumes to me, and uh, so going back to what you said about friends, um, you know, like I said, they see me confident in what I do in my walk. Then you know, um, you know, I mean, we in the beginning you do struggle with it. You're like, man, you know, is it something wrong with me? Is it this or that? Right. But you know. You get that support system once I say back to my wife, and you know you're around your family, and you know you, it's just you got to deal with yourself. You look at yourself in the mirror, and then as right. time went on, I um, got a support group. I uh, joined a Vitiligo support group. I was looking for one. My and once again, my wife encouraged that. So I mean, uh, overall, that was. How I got through, you know, with friends. Okay. So, now, mm-hmm. uh, you, you talk about mentioning. I, I'm gonna call it self-image. You know how how we look at ourselves is very important. And oh yeah. And we do have members in the community that, you know, they have very high self-esteem, and some, you know, that are low, and some in between. And mm-hmm. when you accepted your condition for for what it is and that you're going to live with it and DJ and do all this good stuff. What can you tell me what year was that? Um, I'm going to say mm, 2015 between 2016. Um, that was that time frame for me um, right. to just, because it, I'm going to say it like this, Mark. Um, it was during a time where I remember, you know, I know me for who I was before the discoloration. There was, you know, right. no spots at all on the face or, you know, I mean, you had, you had like the areas where, you know, it would be on your hand or, you know, maybe a patch here. But once it started to spread rapidly over that period of time, then you started seeing on your face then when you would, it would be self-conscious, you know, it would be to right. a point where, I would even put up a picture up on social media. I would use one of my older pictures or, um, you know, instead of me taking a picture of myself and posting myself, I was ashamed, you know. But I built that confidence up as time went by. Um, And, um, you know, knowing that at the end of the day, I can't hide behind closed doors. Or I do have a family. I got to walk out here and go to the store or, you know, take care or handle, you know, different type of business. So at the end of the day, I'm going to have to expose myself for who I am. And so I I accepted it. And then I think the confidence builder for me, Mark, was just being behind music and um, out there. And so um, I got around a good group. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And we, yeah, I got a yeah, yeah. group of guys. Good. Go ahead. No, I'm, no, I'm gonna hold on to the music towards the end. Okay. Um, okay. I got. You. Yeah, because cause we gonna we gonna talk at the end. We are gonna talk a lot about music. Uh, I got some some notes here and things I want to discuss. Um, okay. Now, I talked to some other members in our community and another men. You know, we we talked about you know the just that. 
like you said, that self-image, when you know what you look like and then when you see how you change and how it affects oh, you yeah. for the time, for the moment, you know, and mm-hmm. everybody has their moments where they're super confident and they're super low. And there's some people that, oh, yeah. are all, like I said, always super confident. And there's some that, you know, you have that breakthrough where, like you said, about, uh, you said about 2015 or so in between that time frame, where you just yeah, you're like, living now, you know. What what can you say to uh, say if you run into another brother that's struggling with vitiligo, and he needs some encouragement? What is something you could say to him, or even to one of our uh, ladies in the community? Um, what can you say to them to help them boost that confidence? You know. Um, I say at the end of the day that God made every man, every woman woman unique when you look at yourself in the in the um mirror that's that's you so whatever flows you know everybody has something that they're going through you know whether it's you know dealing with your skin condition or you know um drug addiction we got all kind of things i mean that we're actually dealing with so at the end of the day, you have to come to a grip and accept yourself for who you are, you know, and and, and know that at the end of the day, somebody out there loves you for who you are, you know. That's that's what speaks volume to me. I mean, to have that support system, and that's, you right. know, good when it comes down to having a group of people you know, with the 1% with the, the skin discoloration because um, whoever decided to come up with the, the Vitiligo Foundation coming together as a group, you know, um, sometimes you have your ups and you have your lows, but, you know, right. a strong support. So um, love love yourself for who you are. You know, when you look in that mirror, you, you're, you're dealing with, what you got going on. I mean, you just have to continue to um, prevail and, and you know, overcome. And at the end of the day, it's never, it's not going to change. Um, you know, they got um, cures of things out there to be who you are, but yourself for who you are. That's, that's the best I can um, give more. Absolutely, and that's wonderful advice. Um, and I know sometimes we say, "Don't give people advice." You know, no, don't take it as advice. Just talk, take it as points to live by. Um, and and I know it's not a, a one size fits all for everybody because we're all in different places uh, in our journey. Right. And uh, and one thing I say, mm-hmm. our stories are journeys because journey, you know, is a journey could be a wonderful thing. You might have obstacles. But you're still on a journey and never stops you. And your story is a journey as well, you know. Um, yeah. I, I was talking to another member. Mm-hmm. And we had a conversation. And, and, and one thing that came up was that, you know, sometimes our struggles with our vitiligo didn't start with vitiligo. Our struggles started before vitiligo, you know, whether it was our self-esteem or things we experienced in life, things we're going through, the lack of confidence. Um, and it, what happens, that vitiligo on top of that compacts all those issues and things we deal with. And sometimes we we call it vitiligo, you know, oh, my self-esteem, vitiligo, or my insecurities, vitiligo. But some of that was there before that. Uh, and I say that because, you know, I, I, it made me think that, mm-hmm. yes, I'm not going to take away from anybody's struggle with the condition because I have the same condition. I'm not going to take that away. But also we have other things. Like you said, everybody's dealing with something, whether, you oh, know, yeah. whether it's oh, an yeah. addiction or something. And Absolutely. I think sometimes with vitiligo on top of that, it makes it worse. Um, now, was all right, as you're going through your your challenges, and I know you mentioned you know mm-hmm. your support system's your wife, and she encourages you with the music. What are some other coping mm-hmm. skills that you have used when you found yourself slipping into a lower point than than you were? 
Um, my kids just um doing activities with my kids, um, getting being having them inspired by playing sports, um, just building up their self confidence because just say, you know, that they are, um, it comes that they start having discoloration, you know, that's where I feel like I can come in and um let them know and tell them because like I say it goes back to it, you know, you're dealing with like myself with this skin condition, but we all have something that we're dealing with. So for me it's like right. just really spilling to my kids, um, doing things back into the community. Um my, if you check out my, my IG or um majority of my Facebook, I'm always doing things mm-hmm. with my kids and not just my kids right. but, you know, programs like football with other kids and just um, being inspired to do things back in the community for us, helping the homeless, um, good stewardess at work. Um, so those those are things that keep me going, Mark. Um, good, good. You know, always willing to um, give advice to um, spill back, like I said, back into the community. Right. So that's, hey, you that's know, the things that keep me going. Shell, I'm glad you said that because sometimes mm-hmm. we, as members in the vitiligo community, we only think we need to focus on our vitiligo. But like you said, giving oh, back yeah. to the community, you know, helping people, going to a homeless shelter, helping others. Or help, you know, I think if we continue to help other people in that process, we're helping ourselves. You know, we are giving to people who could possibly be less fortunate than us or may need some type of assistance. And internally, I feel like that builds you up and that fills you up. And, um, you know, that's a thought. You know, I never thought about that. Maybe as a community uh, of members of vitiligo, we can give back to others by not just talking about vitiligo, but go do a Habitat for Humanity when it's, you know, when it's safe to do so or, you know, um, do a food drive, you know, things like that that really can help the community where they're not focusing on our skin, they're looking at our service. Right. You know? So I know there are some. Uh huh. I'm listening, Michelle. What I was about to say, it's, it's funny that you say that because at the end of the day, you don't want people to see you for your skin. Look at me as, as a regular person, look at me. That's right. who I am. You know, if you back it, spill into the community and do what I do, you're going to see skin, you're going to see the physical, but see the heart, see the work, see right. what I'm giving back, see what I'm doing, you know, and, and then it's coming from a good place. So that is something we can take up I'm, as a bit of like a community, not just North Carolina, but a global community of start doing projects, service projects where we're, helping people not just always focus on what we're going through. Cause I, I think that can be a, a bit of therapy for us, therapeutic to, you know, you, you're helping this, this group or helping a group of kids here doing this. And yes, they, people will see our skin. They, we can't hide it. It's there, you know, well, we could wear makeup in long sleeves, but um, people can see our skin, but not focus on it. They're looking at the work and the deeds that we're doing. Yeah. That, that's a good mm-hmm. thought. Um, thank you for mentioning that, that because sometimes we don't think on that level. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. we're thinking about what we're going through, but not about what we can do to help another group of people. Um, what I'm going to do real quick, Shell, I got a few announcements to make, and then we're going to dig into um, DJ Shell Rock and Spotty McFly and music and all that good stuff. So don't okay. go anywhere. I'm good. just going to give our announcements, and we'll get right back to it. So for our listeners mm-hmm. out there with the Vitiligo community, we have several um, upcoming activities. Um, Sunday, April 17th, Valerie will have her podcast with Pamela from Tennessee at 1 o'clock p.m. here on Blow Talk Radio. And just to remind you, you can also listen to our podcast on uh, iHeartRadio, also on Spotify. So we're not just in one location. You can listen to us in several different locations. And you can always come back to Blog Talk and listen to past podcasts as well. April 23rd, within the Vit Friends community, 
we are having a live Zoom event. Um, it is Mindfulness and Meditation with Kiani Holmes. Please join us. And this is not just for VIT friends. It's for anyone within and outside the Vitiligo community. Uh, it is broadcast on Facebook Live, but we would like to have some of you join us live so we can talk to Kiani and she can share with us some tips on how to, you know, wind down after a long day, long week, or a stressful, you know, evening or whatever, just, just kind of help us relax. So, But we want more people to join in with us. And just remember, if you're within the Vitiligo community or outside of it, you are welcome to join us. You can visit VidFriends um, on our Facebook page, or you can uh, inbox me. I can send you the link to register. Uh, but we would like to have you join us. April, and that is April 23rd, which is on a Friday at 6 o'clock p.m. April 25th at 2 o'clock p.m., which is a Sunday, my next guest will be Alicia Archibald. So it's going to be another wonderful conversation. Then on May 1st, we'll start our VitFriends classes, and it is open to anyone. It will be an art class, $25 for four classes. Uh, I will be teaching art classes. I'll teach you some uh, basic art skills without erasing, so don't expect to do any erasing, none of that stuff. Um, I will teach you some painting techniques, and then we will end up with three masterpieces by the end of the class. So that is $25 for four classes. You can visit vidfriends.org and look for vidfriends classes and sign up that way. And then we have many other classes coming. Uh, we moved our Spanish class uh, to later in the rotation, but we'll have health and um we have Y101, we're going to have um, other languages. So we're trying to do big things, not just for the vitiligo community, but for everyone. So just remember the classes are open to any and everyone, so please join us. Then, uh, Shell, can I mention what we are going to do? No, matter of fact, Shell, I'll save it for the end. I mentioned our little project that we're going to do at the end. Right. So let's get back to our conversation. Um, okay. So let's talk about DJ Shell Rock. So I want our vitiligo community to know just because you have vitiligo, that doesn't mean you don't have other talents or, you know, that doesn't mean that you're just an average person. You're beyond average. And we have someone here, DJ Shell Rock. So let's talk about music again. I know you mentioned um, some of your favorites and, you know, you mentioned how your wife got you into DJing. But let's go back to music. How does music appeal to you? What is music to you? Music is um everything, man. Music speaks to your soul. Um, sometimes I feel like I'm a, a, a DJ therapist or, uh, you know, giving the therapy to folks when I'm right. playing music, when I'm behind the ones and twos. Um, it gives me life. Um, one of my right. models that I, I pretty much say is um, music is my weapon. Because, I mean, anytime you're battling or you're going through anything that you're going through, you want to dial away from, you know, turning on the music. And either it could put you in a good mood, depending on what song yeah. you're listening to, or it could put you in a bad mood. Well, you know, I mean, I and I think that comes from my mom. You know, we would sit down on Saturdays and clean up. And if it wasn't between, you know, um, the R&B or gospel, you know, it's certain right. songs. And she always um, instilled that in me as far as, you know, maybe playing the gospel music. And um, it was just certain songs that stuck with me. So I always feel like, you know, that, that music, it can speak to you when you're going through yep. anything yep. that you're going through. Yep. Um, now, you mentioned music therapy because I wrote a note down there, the importance of music therapy, because mm -hmm. sometimes we don't, sometimes we think we need therapy, which we do a lot. Music is right. one. Music can, like you say, it can help you have a long day, throw on certain songs, uplift your spirit, throw on certain songs. You know, it just, it will do that for you. Um, mm -hmm. You know, like when I write, I listen to Neil Soul, it has a different sound to it. Um, now, yeah. what is, oh, let me ask you this. All right. So imagine this. You got the one percent in the stadium, all the vitiligo community from around the world, different backgrounds, different religions, races, doesn't matter, all of us. What is that one song 
you would throw on that, you know, people will dance and not even care about what somebody's religion is or not even care about what uh, somebody's race is. That that one song that would just get people moving. You saying don't say baby shark. We ain't doing that one. Huh? I said don't say baby shark. No, no, no. So you're not saying for the, for the 1% to keep them moving or keep them grooving? And we're not we're not yeah. worrying about the skin condition at all. Um, for me, it's cameo candy, candy, mm. um, along with frankly Beverly and Mays. Um, before yep. I let go, you know, just to, to keep you vibing and, and moving and and, and actually um, going. So I'm taking it old school. You know that's right. that's you know for the old school. You know I, some of the young school uh, younger folks can absolutely. Absolutely appreciate that. I think. Right, right, absolutely. And then you got to you got to break it up with some set it off, and then you get to the other little other genre. You got to throw on some percolator. You know all these different songs. You know you think about just keep people going. Cupid selfie. Oh man, you can just start going down. You can keep them on the dance floor. So I mean, and it's always new music coming out, um, Mark. So I mean. Take it for for instance, they just did a verse battle with um, the Osley brothers and um, right. Earth, Wind, and Fire. I mean that the way they're doing the verses battles now is it's amazing, and it's really right. like bringing the old artists back. And you know the the younger generation is like, man, what is this song? When I you know because they have right. all different ones that they've been doing lately, where you know they the, the DMX versus Snoop Dogg. Um, right, but I was glad that they took it to the old school and and you know used Steve Harvey to be the host and, and you know right. they just dropped the song with Snoop Dogg and the Aussie Brothers and it's like a, a um, cookout dance song that to get the folks out there on the flow. So it's music. They always you got to stay on the music <laughs> as a DJ. You got to know what's going on right. when it comes down to the music. And that's what we need. We need feel-good music, something that's going to make us feel happy, you know, because think about it. We've been in a pandemic. We've been dealing with a lot of racial issues and, you know, political stuff and and people with their their jobs and the schools have been on lockdown. We need some feel-good, feel-good music, feel-good songs, you know. Um, What is your favorite genre? My favorite genre would be R&B. I, I'm, I really like the new Jack Swing, the Teddy okay. Riley doing that time. Right. Keith Sweat. Um, man, that was a, just a good era. People danced during that time. The, they had, yeah, you know, the Keith Sweat, Levert. Um, they just kept the dance floor, you know, um, jumping in the late 80s, and then they was crossing over into um you know some of the the earliest hip hop and you know I, I like some of the old old school hip hop too like uh Ron DMC um right. Slick Rick Salt and Pepper LL Cool J the list goes on I mean I can keep going but um I the 80s during that time and some of the 90s music I like some of the 90s R&B too it was Jodeci right. H Town Invo SWV that's why when they do these verses, right. I can really appreciate it because, you know, that was during my era. I was, you know, young then, but that was my music that I, I, I grew up on. So, and, and that music is important. You know, all the groups that you mentioned, you know, like we could throw in that music and vibe to it and, and still know it. And right. nobody's out there trying to act crazy. You know, you just want to hear good, feel-good music where you can bop and smile and just, you know, just really enjoy it. Um, oh, yeah. Switch gears. So how did you get – tell me about you, you becoming a DJ. I know you said your wife bought your first piece of equipment, but let's talk about that, you mm-hmm. becoming a DJ and getting your name. Okay, so becoming a DJ, um, it was doing like 2007. I met my wife in 2007. 2008, um, we, our favorite 
place because we're from Georgia. We used to always like to travel from Augusta, Georgia, up to Atlanta, Georgia, just to get away and have a, a good time. And so we stopped. I forgot what what part of Georgia it was at the part. I mean, at the time. So we stopped at this refurbished um, DJ equipment um, place in Atlanta, and um, we were just looking. We was looking around, and um, my wife was, like, looking at the equipment, and uh, she told the guy, I don't know, asked him how much does, you know, the the DJ decks and mixer and along with the case, all that set up, how much was that? And um, he gave her the figures. I think it was probably roughly around $900. And, wow. you know, this is year or two of us, you know, being together. And right. uh, two years into, you know, the relationship. And for her just to spill into it, she said, you know, uh, go ahead and wrap that up. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take wow. get that. And so we decided uh, she – we put it in the trunk, and she said that you're going to be, you know, a DJ. Because, like, when we first met each other, we we just had a vibe. She had a Cadillac DeVille with the, the five-disc <laughs> CD changer. Right. We would uh, talk to each other with, about music, instrumentals. And so she knew that, you know, I like music. She liked music, too. And um, I guess, you know, I guess she seen, the, you know, the gift in me to be able, you know, let's 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 purchase this DJ equipment. And so once we purchased the DJ equipment from there, um, I just, you know, it started working on my craft. Um, you know, in the beginning, you always start off really slow, trying to get your name known. And um, I would go down to the farmers market. It was a little open event. It's like an arts in the heart in uh downtown of Augusta, and um. It was free. I'll play music, but people would be out there vibing. They have a good time because right. you know, you, you this how you get to read your crowd. You know, you get in a mixture of diversity, um, of different people walking. You know, you'll play some of the the, the late '80s, diverse from Michael Jackson to Phil Collins to um, right, Earth, Wind and Fire, just um, feel good music during that time. And so that was, you know, the way for me to just, you know, get a name from known for myself. And so prior to like '08, um, going into 2009, um, my wife she took on an opportunity to make more money. So we decided to move out to Abilene, Texas. Once I got out to Abilene, Texas. Um, I started working full-time for Coca-Cola refreshments out there. But okay. as my side um, job that I did was DJing. It was out there, Texas is big, and it, the, the diversity is wide open. So I was able to do um, different variety of small parties out there and, um, you know, had the cumbia type of music. Um right. That um, you know, more like the pop top forties. So it was um, right. I built relationships out there with different DJs out there at that time. Then and um, for two years, I think we did two years, two and a half years out there, and then we um, actually moved back over to the East Coast, and I, we moved to back to the East Coast of North Carolina, Carolina around Wilson, and. It slowed down then. I still was working on my craft, but in Wilson, it wasn't really known. The DJ circuit wasn't really big in, in Wilson. Um, and it was just off and on, but I always just had a love for the music. I would upgrade on my um, equipment. And um, then we finally, I think we did about three years in Wilson, and uh, she got took on, uh, had a promotion, an opportunity to work here in Charlotte. And once I got here in Charlotte, I started with uh, a DJ company that's called um, Pick 42. It was um, Pick 42 Mobile DJ Company, and they had popular um, corporate gigs. And I, I started doing gigs like 
in places like um, the Ritz-Carlton, Trump Nation, um, Donald Trump National Golf Course, um, Christian Day School, different receptions of that nature. And it was just, you know, the way to get my foot out there, get myself known. And, and then for the, for the DJ Shell Rocks, that's a name that I got back in my hometown in Augusta right before I was moving out to Texas. I was working my full-time job. And um, somehow, some way, one of the guys I was working with that was a supervisor, he um, was like, Shell Rock, Shell Rock, Shell Rock, Shell Rock. And so I was like, you know what, that kind of – <laughs> I, I kind of feel that. I like that. You know, right. Shelton and Roberts, and I was like, Shell. And I, I just threw the rock on it, and so it was like DJ Shell gotcha. Rock. But then where the Body McFly came from was when I was telling you with the Villa Lago that I was dealing with 2015, and I started right. feeling confident in myself. I said, you know what? I, um, I got around a couple guys that were um, a good friend of mine. His name is Carlos. LeBron, DJ, I sat down with him, and I was just pondering. I was thinking, I said, you know what? Man, I got patches. I got spots. I can embrace this. So I was thinking about Back to the Future, Marty McFly. Um, Right. That was his name, and Back to the Future. And so I was like, you know what? I got spotty. You know, I feel fly. I'm confident in what I do. (laughs) I like that. Marty McFly, you know, and it just... He's like, yo, man, I love that. He said, man, you know what? It's catchy. He said, I don't know what it is. He said, I don't know. He said, yeah, it's catchy. He said, I don't know what that is you got going on with your skin condition. But he was like, man, you going if you wear it right and get out there. He said, man, you're gonna represent, and it's it's gonna be big for you in the, in um, years to come. And so, right. I went with it. I was like, man, DJ Sherrod, DJ a.k.a. Spider McFly. But here's the thing, Mark. Before doing the AKA, I used to I do karaoke. And that was, okay. I forgot to tell you that. That's where the, some of my confidence came from because I would get up there and do Rapper's Delight. And you know that's a long song. Right. That's a long song. <laughs> that's a long song. And I would get up there, man, and, I mean, I would rock the mic. With, you know, and I didn't, hey, I'm just, I'm bringing me. I'm not worried about my outside appearance. I'm just going right, to right. do what I do. And so that's where they came up. And I used to just put alias names up there, man, just a.k.a. this, a.k.a. this and that. Like, you know, um, just felt like, you know, I'm I'm mysterious. I'm, a, I'm, I'm When I, when I grab the mic, uh, I'm going to surprise you, man, like, at the end of the day, so that's where all that came from, all my past cool. and Awesome. Um, I, I'm going to talk briefly. We always talk about okay. relationship, love, and all that good stuff on the on the show towards the end. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of our members, no, I shouldn't say a lot, but some of our members, you know, we, we have challenges in the relationship area. Some do not, some do. Um, mm-hmm. But hearing your story of you and your wife, you know, of meeting someone who loves you for you, loves your craft, supports you in your craft, wanting to be that partnership, you know, that's very important. Um, what is something that you can share with our listeners? Um, maybe somebody out there who really needs some type of word of encouragement, you know, that this this is obtainable. Anything you can say to them that can help them. I'm sorry. Say it again. I'm sorry. Oh, no problem. Now, I was just saying, you know, basing this on your relationship with you and your wife, just seeing how strong you two are together as a unit, um, and I'm kind of paraphrasing what I, I just said, but anything you can share with our listeners out there um, about, you know, having that rock, having that, that special person in your life that's there, you know, any words of encouragement or something that you can you can share with them. Well, the biggest, the, the thing I want to say is always have somebody, you know, and, and it sometimes it's hard with everything that you actually, if, you know, you're dealing with, you know, the discoloration or um, vitiligo, 
um, have somebody that believe in your dreams, you know, um, going to build you up at the end of the day, going to take steps towards your goals with you, um, the measure to your success, you know, um, the love languages, you know, how right. when when you're down, they're going to pick you back up. And, and it's vice versa. It's, it, it, it's the same thing. If they're in a situation, you know, they got something that they're they dealing with because sometimes you can have a lot on your plate. Like even for me now, you know, trying to get the kids involved, working, um, DJing, and sometimes I have to fall back and know that, you know, what's more important, what's in front of me. And, and what's in front of me is my family, you know, faith in right. God. So right. um, I have to just align those things up at the end of the day and, um, you know, have somebody – to have somebody to support you, it, it means everything, you know. And sometimes you're not going to get all that support, you know, from, you know, right. um, family or, you know, um, friends. But at the end of the day, when you're with that person that's one-on-one, your soulmate, um, your um, significant other, um, even if you're dating, Somebody who's going to encourage you, they won't call away. That's um, it, it goes for anybody. So a, a strong support system means everything. Um, right. What we're dealing with, my brother. Absolutely, and, and that's why I always have uh, my guests to talk about. You know, we we you dabble a little bit about the love stuff. You know, and I know some people. Oh, I don't want to hear that. It's okay, but. We still want to put it out mm-hmm. there because somebody needs to hear those positive words. You know, somebody's mm-hmm. looking for those positive words. Um, now, as we're getting close to end time, um, is it okay if I share with the listeners what you and I have talked about, our little project? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. Um so we're looking at Friday. If y'all are listening, you put on your calendar Friday, May 21st. Um, we are going to do a 30-minute dance party. Yeah, we're going to start at 30 minutes. We, we're not going to hold a man all day long. He has a family to take care of, family to look for, wife to spend time with. But 30 minutes, spend some tunes. Um, it will be on Zoom, and we will broadcast it on Facebook Live. But please join us once we put the registration up. That is May 21st, which is a Friday. Um, once we put the registration up, please join us. It will start at 9.30 to 10. Uh, so it's a little bit later. It's not the 6 o'clock time frame. Um, now, he's going to come on at 9.30, but you can join us at 9 so we can talk and fellowship. And then once you're ready to come on, you come on and we'll get started. Uh, we'll be done by 10. but for our listeners, come out and enjoy yourselves. You know, listen to some feel-good music. You know, it's going to be quick 30 minutes. Get your dance on. Get your party on. If you if you want to um, exercise to the music, that's up to you. You know, but we want to throw it out there. Yeah. We are always trying to do something different, not just for our community, but for each other, for people. So the flyer will go up soon. You'll see it on my page. I'll put it on VidFriends, share it with the other groups. And y'all can share it out. Um, but, yeah, look, as we talked about before, that's therapy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, let's get Good that vibe, music therapy man. out. Get it out there. People got to hear right. it. Right, absolutely. Again, we open absolutely. up a little bit. We're opening up a little bit. Still got to stay safe, but it's all, right. all about the good vibe. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, before we wrap things up, any last words mm-hmm. you want to share with our listeners? Anything, words of encouragement, anything you want to say? I would say at the end of the day, always be a blessing to others. You never know what somebody's going through, um, through you know, if, if they have any ups or downs or they, they trials or tribulations. Um, always just be uh, uh, good and encouraged. Um, encouraging somebody because somebody might be going through something, 
And right. you never know what that person is going through. But, you know, if the person feels free to to express themselves and want to talk to you, be be an open ear. Listen to what they have to say. You might have, you never know. Y'all might can kick it off, kick a, a conversation off and, and relate, and you might give that person something to inspire them to keep them uplifted right. and going. So that's always just be in mind that, you know, you have something, you know, people are watching. People might be paying attention right. to you. So always just be encouraged. Absolutely. And and two, for our listeners, our words are lies, you know. So I feel oh, like yeah. when we speak to each other and we speak about ourselves, you know, always speak positive words about yourself because the more you say those things, the more you believe it, whether it's positive or negative. So speak those positive words about my, about yourself about others in your community, outside your community, your family, you know, because you're going to be held accountable to your words, you know, and we hold each other accountable to what we say. You know, it's not always what we do. A lot of times it's what we say. But, Shell, man, I appreciate you coming on board. Uh, Look forward to the 21st. Look forward to the time I I can actually meet you in person. So, oh, yeah. Thank you so very much, man. Man, thank you so much, man, for having me on. I, mean, I definitely appreciate it, Mark, um, for giving me this opportunity, um, just, you know, giving me this platform. So that means the world to me, man. And I look for y'all guys um 930. Oh, yeah. So we can rock and, out. And, and for our listeners, everybody come on out get yes, huh? that's Eastern Standard Time. I have to say that it's Eastern Standard Time, yeah, 930 yeah. p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, we thank you very much, and I'll make sure I get that flyer out to you as well so I get your approval. And, um, yeah, we're ready to do some big things within the community, outside the community, you know, virtually and one day in person. So for our listeners out there, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, Make sure you share some words of encouragement to anyone and everyone around you. Take care of yourselves. Be safe. Have a great Sunday. Take care, Shell. Hey, you take care, too, my brother. All right. Thank you. Have a great day. All right. You, too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.